Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All on my roots, I showed up in boots and ruined your blind hair. The last one to know the last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there And I'm surprised And the fear in his eyes When I took his glass of shit And I toasted you We may be thrilled But you'll hear me complain Cause I got friends in law Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, the 13th day of January. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And you folks in Redale. I'm just going to keep going. You folks in Redale. What has got you tickled over there, man? What you it's just a personal song with that, with that song, and I, 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 oh, okay. I, I can't tell it on the end. That's all right. There's a little Garth, <laughs> little Garth over there. Dude got the biggest selling album of all time. Oh, of course, He passed, passed Michael and everybody. He got the biggest everything. Yes, he, he, he well, does. He he does. And he's also making some folks a little angry these days. Okay. Yeah, to that either. But he's, he's he got folks is, canceling he, concerts with him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they don't want to get on stage with him because he, see, you, you open your mouth about what you think about certain things, and next thing you know, you got issues today in 2024. Wow. You got to stay in your... Anyway, good morning, everybody. We thank you for letting us be a part of your um, Saturday morning. Sam and I will be back tomorrow, Sunday, 6 until 10. We got on at 7.30 today. In fact, next Saturday, too, we'll be on from 7.30 until 10. There's some other stuff going on corporate-wise, but then yeah. we get past that. Look, we're happy to have Saturdays back. And while I'm thinking about it, if you can't get in front of a TV today, yeah. we have got not just wildcard action... Which, by the way, you got to go to our cousin station, WAOK. These right. games are going to be frigid. Some of these games are just going to be cold. Kansas City is supposed to be ridiculously cold. Yeah, I mean, man, listen, I, mean, I call my friends up in Chicago, and they just cracking me up talking yeah, about this stuff. No, but I mean, these I, these games are going to be some some yeah. of these games this weekend. Is the conditions let are them going earn to be, their money? I got no problem with they, that. They're going to be, you know, really. <laughs> Do you have a problem? And you, you know, you would think. No, about I'm going to be being... sitting in somewhere nice and warm. Watch that. I got no problem. I'm talk, I'm talking I got to... no problem whatsoever. I but have, I'm just saying. I am always surprised that certain places haven't got themselves a, when they get a new stadium. They haven't made it a dome. Like in, in, in other sports too. Why would the Minnesota Twins have an open air stadium if they ever want to make the World Series? 
Because you know in October. They make the World Series. They make the World Series. They have made it, and they had a dome there. If they yeah. make it now, that stadium is open air. They're going to have yeah. to like, shovel before the first pitch. There's a possibility. They, they, they have Kansas, to get out there and shovel. Kansas City's You know, I'm, I'm sure that stadium, I won't say it is. I don't know for sure. It's probably got some type of underground heating. That think. doesn't help the people in the stands well, in the 15th no, no, row. No, folks, you buy your <laughs> ticket. You buy your ticket. Come on so in. You don't care about them, right? Well, no. I mean, that's the. They, um, well, there's Madison Avenue in Chicago, man. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it's out there. The games are going to be played in some conditions. But that's a great time to think about what's happening on the other side of the world. You're making a transition, aren't you? Okay, I'm holding on. Go ahead. Where the first major tennis event starts tonight. Yes. Which, which is, is tomorrow. tomorrow that time, right? <laughs> 13 hours ahead. I told tonight. you that. Or it 12, is, something like that. I watched some of the qualifying matches this week down in, in Australia, and people out there playing with their faces covered with sunscreen. It's like 90. It's like, summer. It's it's not just summer. It's like blazing hot of down there. Yeah, man. Dog days. It's August. It's blazing <laughs> hot down there. And you feel for, like, the American players were the ones that I know spend a lot of time in Orlando and Florida and in the Bahamas just to get somewhere warm right. to practice before they go over there instead of sitting around eating Big Mama's red velvet cake before you go over there and sweat. That's not, that's not a good way to spend <laughs> But you know, you home for the holidays, you're going to be around relatives that are going to have some of that kind of food. Right. And, but you know you got to go and get ready to sweat the minute you, you know, you, you Christmas night, you're on a jet. Right. You're gone. And you're going to be over there for the better part of a month. But the Australian Open starts, and it's going to be interesting to see. Um, of course, the last major tournament, Coco Golf, won uh, U.S. Open. She will be the number four seed um, in the women's draw for this event. Uh, eight moms, eight moms yeah. are in this field for the Australian Open. When you, when you think about that, one of them, Naomi Osaka. Um, I want to ask like, you about her. Okay. No, I want to ask you about her game as it exists right now. What do you think she – where do you think she is at, given what we saw in the last tournament that she participated in, where she was before all that? And have you heard any sort of conversation, any sort of interview with her that led you to believe that she has passed the issues that she was dealing with before, the mental – she's, I don't, I don't she's know learned she, how to cope I don't, I don't with them. I don't know if she's passed those things, but she has a new new reason. She has a new reason. We have a guest. Oh, is it now? I thought it was uh, 20. Oh, he is there waiting for us right now. We got to pivot. I, I guess you. we have got D. Orlando Ledbetter. At 9? Yeah. I thought we had him at 920, but Noel went and reached out and, and got him now. So let's welcome him on. You want to do that now? Well, he's waiting on hold. <laughs> so he's taking up half his time. Oh. Do you, do you, D. Led, we, we, we thought we were going to have you at 20. We we're going to have you more time. Can we, can we call you back or you want to just knock this out right now? Um, yeah, 920's fine. I, I didn't like my uh, Garth Music intro, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we didn't, we didn't play that for you, so I was going to say, you right. should have known Garth Brooks wasn't no, your man. intro. We, 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 we come back at 20, we'll have your music We, we get Chef you. a cup of coffee, and we, gonna have, we got your music, and we got plenty of questions teed up for you, sir. All right, guys. All right. I was enjoying the tennis talk, though. <laughs> okay. We're gonna, well, keep listening because we're going to continue it. <laughs> All right. Unless, hey, hang on a second. Do you have an opinion about any of this? Do you follow well, ask tennis? ask him when he comes on. Okay. Well, then we cut in the football. Style. Yeah, yeah. I just like to see the women. I just like to root for Coco right now. That's my favorite out there right now. All okay, right. See, that's she, is, she is a number four. And scene. just wishing Naomi the best. I don't know why she blames all her problems on the media. We're just trying to ask some questions. There. <laughs> See, I told you you had an opinion. D-Lo, we 
we're coming back to you. We will we'll come back to you. All right, right, all right. I told you you'd have something to say about that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. go sideways, didn't it? But, but here's the thing. She released a statement, and, and the baby's name is Shy. He's a little, little girl. And she um, she's not there with her. I mean, she's too young to travel. Right. Right. So she's not there with her, and she was saying she's you know here, here's here's a quote from Naomi Osaka say it's definitely been really hard. She's learning while I'm gone. I'm hoping she doesn't learn how to crawl before I come back. So I'm definitely sad, but I feel like it's a selfish sad because I want her to be here. You know, right. I think of her health. I think of her whole environment is at home, and I want to put her out. Uh, and I don't want to put her out of that while she is still so young. So she's there, obviously a little torn, mm-hmm. but I think with a new purpose, you know, a new as some people say, your what's your why? She's right. got a she's got a she's got a why. I mean, she had she had money. She was the highest paid female athlete yeah. in the world, so she didn't want for anything from that perspective. But now she has a why, and I think it will make a difference. I'm not saying she's going to go out there and win this tournament. It's the first one back. Those other ladies been out there playing. They've been out there grinding. So they, you know, what was the who was the last mother that you can think of that won the tournament? Which leads to my next question. Well, the one that, we, that didn't know they were going to be a mother. Well, okay, that's was, right. Serena. Know, Serena, you know, I'm talking about the one. Who, I mean, who is who is actually a mother leading into a tournament and then wins it? My my reason for bringing that up is this: you said won't, and 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 Naomi Osaka has been well documented struggled with. Some things, we'll just put it that way. It fell under the mental health umbrella, mm-hmm. and it manifested itself when she was sitting at, at post-match news conferences, yeah. okay? Well, those are still going to happen. Well, yeah. Those are still going to happen because of who she is, whether she wins or not. She's got she's to go do these things. The draw, the draw is set up. The way the draw is set up, they're on a collision course to meet in the fourth round, she and Coco Golf. If they win their matches in the fourth round, they should meet each other. There are those who have said that once you have the family, that you've started your family, that drive to do whatever it is, eat through tree bark to get that win, isn't as important as it once was because at the end of the day, whether you win or lose, your family's going to love you, your, your new baby's going to love you, and that takes just a little bit away from the way you go about and that and, 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 and that is and why that's, and that's why so long for so long it was believed that women on the pro tennis tour had to wait until after they were done playing right. to have their families. They couldn't do it during the time because of what, right. what, because of what you just said. Victoria Azarenka has come back and has played very well during this time. I'm trying to think if she's won a tournament since then. Caroline Wozniacki decided to get back into it, so mm-hmm. she's playing at Australian Open. So you have a number of players: Angelique Kerber, Alina Svitolina. Uh, and our very own Taylor Townsend here in town, uh, who won the doubles in one of the tune-up events. I think she is really for her. It really is a why, and and, and it got got in her game, got in her game razor uh, razor sharp. I look for a great year for Taylor in doubles. I think she'll make the Olympic team. Um, she she and, and it seems like it doesn't matter who the partner is. You know, if somebody that's a great doubles player, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you go out there and play with anybody, but if you go out there with somebody that that's, that is going to follow your lead or whatnot, she has an all-court game. She doesn't just stand on the baseline. She's a lefty. And so, she, you know, she, her game is tailor-made for doubles, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I expect our homegirl to have a to have a really good year. Uh, the, on the men's side, 
and, and we're, and we're going to get into a, do a deep dive on this tomorrow because yeah, Karen will be here. Karen Pistana from Tennis Panorama News will join us tomorrow morning at 720 and really get into it. The big disappointment is who is not there, and that is Rafael Nadal. Um, everybody was hoping for him to be healthy enough to have this be a, a, a farewell tour to play all of the the the, uh, the major tournaments one more time, especially Paris. I was going to say, Always. as long as he's at Roland Garros, that's all that matters for the most well, part. Well, you want to play that, and when, well, well, Roland Garros and the Olympics, because the, the well, Olympics will be in Paris. You'll get to yeah. it'll be like it'll be like 2012 when they got to play at Wimbledon twice. You know, they came back and played the, the, the Olympic tennis at Wimbledon because of the London Olympics. They're going to get to play at Roland Garros twice this year. And what a shame it would be if he wasn't physically able to play in both of those. It's found you. He has pulled out of the Australian Open. He played one of the tune-up events, played through three rounds. Uh, his hip, which he had an operation on, uh, apparently was giving him some problems. So he went back to Spain. And we don't know when he's going to come back. He, it's supposed did, to be his comeback. He, has he won a gold or won a medal? In, in tennis, I'm trying to remember because he sat out 2012. Okay, so he won't that, be. That, he that won't be. A, he won't be. I was getting to. Will he be the flag bearer? Will he be bringing out the flag for Spain during know. the Olympics? I don't know. But he hasn't won a medal, so he no, may. he wouldn't. But you know who hasn't won Olympic? Djokovic. Yeah. Joker shots. had not had not <laughs> has not. And well, so that's because that, so the that, timing was bad what, for him. Well, right? that comes around again this year. Yeah, he gonna go and snatch that. You think so? Does Serbia have a? I we, guess we, we'll yeah. See, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he, you I'm know. Gonna call, I'm gonna but, call but 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 first of all, you know, he's obviously the guy to watch. You know, in Australia, and we'll, like I said, we get into this with Karen. Well, what you call it? Who's the French player that's uh, right up there? Isn't there a French player, or who am I thinking of? Alcaraz. Alcaraz yeah. is Alcaraz is the, the Spanish player okay. right there with him. So we look and see if they meet again. Alcaraz is beating him. So, um, but uh, we'll see. That's I just wanted to say that about Naomi Osaka too. Mm-hmm. And my, 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 I don't care one way or the other, and I don't have any thoughts one way or the other about. You women. heard with D. Liz. Yeah, well, that's, and I could see that he's a reporter. He'd be one of those asking questions, and I and I understand that stance. I just was saying because the other women that you name that are moms, they weren't at her level. Naomi Osaka is, you know, now that Serena exited, she was that. What's next? And then what happened to her didn't happen at the level. For these other women, and so that's what I'm saying. Let's focus on where, as she comes back, how she's handling all of this. But listen, the sport needs her. Um, I, I think I, that I, I think Coco she, needs if, a rival. I think if she plays tournaments and once the baby is able to go with her, she'll sit there in the press conference with the baby right beside right. her, and she'll be, she'll be, she'll be. But she'll would be fine. you like for the next decade to be her and and, and Coco going that, back that, and forth? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, huh? we're going to talk to Karen about that tomorrow. Karen Pristina will be joining us at. 720. Hey, the aforementioned D. Orlando Ledbetter, who was on giving his tennis expertise, will be joining us next. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the audit. You know, at some point in time, um, we have to separate um, our personal respect, affection uh, for the head coach in this case um, versus results. And uh, there's no question that over the last three years um, that our results have not been what um, I've committed to our franchise, which has been having championships and uh, being competitive um, at the highest possible levels that we could achieve. Um, we haven't done that for three years. There's lots of subplots, sub-stories, uh, which we could spend hours talking about, and most everybody in this room has either verbally expressed reviews on or written about, etc. So we could debate some of those things or discuss some of those things, but we are where we are.
belt. But the dog that chases his tail will be busy. He's a trapping dog. Rhythmic dog. Harmonic dog. House dog. Skip dog. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. The intro music means one thing, and it's time to talk to D. Orlando Ledbetter. And D. Ledbetter, we welcome you on here. For you heard first time, for the first time in New York. That's year. right. We got to make sure we heard that part, too. Oh, for yeah. The first now. time in 2024. I mean, Sam, you got to be interested in, in what is running through this man's mind. We heard Arthur, Arthur Blank. Um, after the decision was made to get rid of Arthur Smith. And, you know, this is the guy we've been talking to for, well, actually, through the whole time we've been on the air. But, you know, through this regime, and and you got to wonder what his thoughts are. Well, my thoughts are this, man. Take me back to your flight back from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And, what you know, flying back, what were you thinking? What did you think was going to be be lying ahead? Yeah, I I didn't – I, I knew it, it broke at night, midnight. I had a five o'clock flight, so um, I got like a couple hours of sleep from two to three. Then got on the plane, but I had the story written on Saturday, <laughs> and uh, but then when it broke Sunday night, I just had to put a top on it, you know, clean it up, uh, you know, notify my people so they can push it out and so forth. Um, uh, you know, just had to be ready. Uh, and the flight back was just one where. Had to uh, land in Atlanta, sleep on the plane, land in Atlanta, and then get the flowery branch for open locker room, and then get over to the Blank family building. Uh, well, I was able to come home and change, get dressed up, uh, <laughs> FaceTime into my class at UGA. It's like, hey, I'm not going to be there today. <laughs> and uh, then get over to uh, Buckhead for the uh, press conference. Look at that. Look at that. Here's the thing. Look at that. I want to get back to the Falcon stuff, but think about what he just said and the journey that he was on. But I stopped when he said he was at UGA or talking to his class there. What must the spinning of heads be like at that university with not only what's going on with, with the Falcons, but also, you know, Nick Saban and, uh, you know, what's, what's going on with Alabama and, and still that nasty taste in their mouth from not having a chance to go up against Michigan. I mean, I just that's what, what popped into my head, but still D-led. The thing that Simon and I smiled about first was that you had the story already written. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you do that. It's called background in the journalism yeah. business. You know, you got to set it going to change. Um, you know, the fact that they went 7 and 10 in the pre- previous years, that wasn't going to change. Uh, they went after Deshaun Watson, didn't go after Lamar. You know, all those facts are part of that story. So, you know, you put all of those pertinent facts into, uh, you know, uh, into form. And, um, and then you just put at the big, at the top, hey, it didn't end well. We got fired tonight. <laughs> Folks, spend the time on the wayforward.com hotline with D. Orlando Ledbetter, AJC, and AJC.com. Social, you can always find him at D. Orlando AJC, at D. Orlando AJC. So the parade begins of candidates, and we've already seen our first one, at least the first one that they let us know about. Your thoughts about who has come in and, and who you see is coming up next. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, uh, he's from Centennial High, uh, didn't play ball, uh, uh, went to Georgia, uh, didn't play there, but coached at Cedar Shoals. That's where he started coaching at. And has uh, been one of the brightest of coaches in the league, done a great job with Kyle Hamilton and Roquan Smith uh, with the Ravens, great job with the Michigan defense. That was his defense we saw uh, win the championship, although he left after a year. 
so great uh, young defensive talent. The associate head coach from the Ravens is going to interview on Sunday. Uh, Steve Wilkes will be up early here, too, as our uh, if he's going to take the interview. Uh, you know, lots buzzing about the Falcons and mutual interest with Bill Belichick. So I'm wondering if the African-American candidates are going to even come in if it's one of those situations where uh, they're paying lip service to the Rooney rule. So we'll see how this whole thing unfolds. We'll uh, definitely talk to the Fritz Pollard Alliance folks to see if um, they believe the Falcons are holding legitimate interviews um, on their path to hiring Bill Belichick. But we'll see. They've had model uh, operations in the past, and, and we'll just make sure the people that monitor that, um, you know, share with us uh, how they think this uh, job search is going to go. Uh, D-Lynn, I want to bring you in. I'm glad you brought up the Rooney Rule, and, and not going to get into this whole whether or not the Falcons should go after Belichick or not just yet. But this is what I want to ask you, because I speculated earlier that they literally made a point of using certain language, in my mind, up there in New England when you talked about what's And by the way, Sam, we've been, we were getting ready to get out of here. We ain't mentioned Pete Carroll's name at once at all during the show. But they got themselves a coach. They have named a head coach up there in New England. And is that because, in your mind, or maybe you know the actual rule behind this, that he wasn't fired he didn't retire. They've just sort of agreed to part ways. And is that the language that allows Robert Kraft to then name a head coach before the end of the division rounds, which is when they're supposed to wait and, moreover, just kind of gloss over the Rooney rule? Yeah, well, it was um, that. And also it was a reverse situation. It was uh, African-American being named, too. So, uh, you kind of fulfill the Rooney rule by interviewing and hiring them. So uh, it doesn't say that you have to interview uh, multiple. You know, multiple candidates. Yes. So, yeah, they comply with the letter of the law there, my understanding. All right. All right. That's that from D. Orlando. That's Ledbetter, what I wanted to know. Who, who, knows, who, who knows that? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Belichick. You seem to think that that's going to happen. And the thing of it is, he, he was – like coach and GM, which we ain't seen our GM here in town, and we, that's a whole nother episode of Oprah, I guess. Uh, um, but 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 thoughts about what that would mean for this team? Um, he's obviously trying to chase down Don Shula, and what would make this the right place for him? Yeah, I think the uh, young, uh, underachieving talent would be a reason for him to be here. Um, he's going to want his own personnel people on board. Uh, so, I, And I don't know any connection to, to Terry. Uh, so, you know, maybe some of the old guys resurfaced here. Scott Pioli, Thomas Dimitrov, I couldn't see that. But uh, you got to think along the lines of him wanting his own guy. Now, the Peters kid that went to Washington was in New England for a while, too. So that, that puts Washington in play. Um, you know, the, what the Falcons got to do is if they want him, you know, um, they got to land him this time. You know, they went after Bill Parcells in 2014, and that didn't work out too good. Uh, it, it, they lever- he leveraged their um, offer to get to Miami. So, you know, the Falcons, if they want to get Bill check, they need to make sure they don't get leveraged out and he lands somewhere else. The Orlando Ledbetter joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. I, I actually forgot one of the questions I was going to ask you because you, you bring up so many interesting points, and we want to keep you here. But well, ask, me, ask, about ask about the Browns. 
The Browns. Yeah, man. Well, go ahead. Then. Well, you want to ask about the Browns, Cleveland, man? You know the, the Brown. You know the, the the playoffs here, and I know you're glad you're not having to cover that game in Kansas City today. Oh yeah, uh, oh man. Um, but 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 also about the the, the Browns. Um, back in the postseason for many time, and people feel like they got a chance to win this first round game. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, Flacco's been a, a, a upgrade for them at quarterback. They got to play the young team down in Houston. Uh, they're going to have to play coverage. I hope uh, Denzel Ward's ready to go. That's their top cover guy. But, yeah, the city's uh, excited. Uh, the prices are crazy down there. Uh, and then, you know, outside of the South, we just call it football weather, Sam. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this, he don't know Kansas that. City? They got bundled up. They got brandy. They got fire pits. Exactly. You know, they, they got glove beaters. They're going to be all right. See, they, they, d Sam don't know nothing about going and, and starting your coffee and then going out and starting your car. Then come back right, in the house. Yeah, come come yeah, back in the house. The, <laughs> yeah, come back in the house. Let the. You know, windows uh, thaw out, you're good to go. There you go, dear. Orlando <laughs> Ledbetter, join us. Sam don't know nothing about that. I remember the question I was going to ask you. How how do you feel or how should we feel about who is going to make the decision about quarterback? Because that was the conversation all year long. It was the coach and what's going to happen at the quarterback position. Are we going to wait till the new hire is in place? Is GM going to happen? Or is it sort of one of those fluid situations? We don't know if Desmond Ritter is going to be on this team next year. Yeah, I think they know they need a new quarterback. The coach is going to make uh, that determination. Uh, you got to get the coach first and then the quarterback second. Uh, you know, the uh, free agent uh, group is pretty bad. It's uh, pretty much Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, and Gardner Minshew. Um, and, uh, you know, Browns will probably hold on to Flacco. The Bucks will probably hold on to Mayfield. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it leaves Cousins out there. And then the other one could be Justin Fields right. if, uh, you know, the Bears decide to uh, part ways with him. And then, you know, the coaches got to want to play to Justin Strength. You know, he's got, uh, you know, uh, limitations. And, you know, he's an athletic, re RPO kind of college-style quarterback. So you got to adjust for him. So uh, will a new coach want to do that? Or with a new coach want to jump in the draft and get somebody, uh, uh, he probably can't get them at eight. And then, um, you know, uh, you might have to move up in the draft. So, it's you know, the coach first, and then we'll move on to the quarterback and the quarterback landscape. Uh, the, the interesting thing is that Caleb Williams has not declared for the draft as of yet. And the deadline is Monday. So. Yeah. So we're watching that. Everybody's watching their phones for some uh, news out of L.A. He's from Maryland, though, uh, and you know, so it could come from the other coast. But we'll we'll see. You know, while we got the games going on, uh, before uh, that Monday night game, we should know who's all in the draft at the quarterback position. Wow, folks. Well, spending time with Joe Orlando Ledbetter, who was really drawn into our tennis talk conversation. Yeah, he did. I'm glad he was kind of, kind of drawn in that. Where's Harbaugh going to land? He gonna stay uh, at Michigan. Uh, L.A. L.A. Yeah. Uh, Chargers is uh, you know the odds-on favorite. He's already uh, set up to meet with them early next week, and uh, you know that's a good landing spot for him. He started in uh, San Diego with San Diego State, then moved up to the the 49ers. And uh, um, yeah, I don't think him and his brother can stay on the same coast. So one's got to be on the west, and one's on the east. I have to bring this up because we have been in this show for hours this morning, Sam, and, and, and D-Led, too. I want your thoughts. How do you talk about this guy? There's a two-time back-to-back Super Bowl coach 
who lost his job this past week, and name ain't brought up, been brought up now once on this show. Pete Carroll, how do you talk about his tenure up there in Seattle or him as a coach at this point? We'll start with you, D-Led. What it, when you hear that name, what do you think of? Yeah, Pete was one of the great defensive minds of our time, you know, and, and I'm going back to his days in New England. He got fired uh, as a coach there and then remade himself. He's one of the great college coaches of our time. Little, you know, cheating scandal there, here, there. Everybody seems to have one of those. And uh, <laughs> got to Seattle and really, uh, you know, they, they've been made relevant by Holmgren. And, and so forth, and he carried that on in the Legion of Boom. But, you know, he's staying in the front office. That's why he hasn't been mentioned with the um, uh, mentioned as a, you know, coaching candidate. And uh, uh, reportedly, Coach Dan Quinn will be in Seattle uh, with Coach Pete kind of reunited and, um, you know, try to get the Legion of Boom reestablished. And, you know, the, the really wild thing is here we might get the Brotherhood, too, if they don't get Bilicek and they bring back Raheem Morris. We'll just get the uh, revised Brotherhood version part two uh, with Raheem and see where that goes. Man, the possibilities, yeah. the possibilities, what to watch. What a week. What a, what an amazing week. If you follow football and at any level, it was college or pro, um, just remarkable, you know, what, what, what has happened this week. Yeah, tell them about some of the stories d got coming up. Right? Okay. Didn't he have one okay. coming up? Okay. No, what, what, what you, what, what's the next thing you're working on for us, d yeah, I'm going to look back at that, uh, you know, I'm looking at the course, you know, the interview process, make sure they're in compliance with the Rooney Rule when you got uh, the Bigfoot candidate in, in play. That's uh, important. I'll reach out to the Alliance at some point here. Uh, but the Falcons have been good in the past, but they still haven't ever hired an African-American coach. So head coach had two interims in Emmett and uh, Raheem. So we're watching that. Uh, we're watching the coaches search. We should have some interviews um, tomorrow and maybe today uh, to update the fans on. But when you're in coaching search mode, you know, it's pretty much breaking news there. And uh, project-wise, we're going to revisit that courting of Bill Parcells uh, mm-hmm. in 2014 and that the length that the Falcons went to try to get him and how that didn't work for them and how they got leveraged out by the Dolphins. Because, you know, that's the kind of the same scenario here. You're trying to go after the Bigfoot candidate, you know, to make yourself relevant again. And uh, if it's a big swing and a miss, you know, what did they learn from that first swing and miss that they could use to, to land Bilicek here and make themselves relevant on the national football landscape again? Uh, you know, winning will do it easier than hiring a coach. But, you know, uh, Optic-wise, you know, all of a sudden the Falcons are a factor. You're going to be back on TV. You didn't have one game on TV this year. You're down the bottoms. Of the, you're in the bottom of the league, and you're trying to get out. So whatever's going to help you get out of the bottom of the league, they're going to try to do. That whole breakdown right now, I could sell that to Netflix, and we'd have ourselves like an off-season hard knocks kind of thing, <laughs> something like that for D-Led. D. Orlando Ledbetter, as always, man, we thank you for getting up and being a part of the show. And D-Led, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, and uh, appreciate you. As always, that's D-Led. Uh, we are going to wrap things up here, and again, we got a full football Saturday for you. We're going to tell you where you can hear the games in case you can't get in front of a TV. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. It is Sam and Greg on this 13th day of January, Saturday morning. We got our Saturday mornings back. We'll be back again next Saturday, again at 7.30. And then we'll get back to our 6 to 10s, which are normally our Saturdays. And, of course, Sundays remain 6 to 10. Mr. Crenshaw, I played this for you. Why is that? Because we lost Donnie Hathaway on this day. Uh, I know you were a fan of his. So we lost him. Jeez. Uh, he was only 33. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Him. Uh, in- incredible talent. Uh, some of the folks that we can just end it like yes, that. Yes, <laughs> incredible talent. Um, Wyatt Earp. We lost on this day. All right. Stephen Foster. Oh. Or is it, uh, is it um, Swanee River? That was it. He wrote Swanee River. Okay. It was an episode of anyway. And uh, the most famous, the second most famous name from Minnesota. If you figure Prince is the most famous, he would be the most. He would be the second, I would think. Named a, they named a stadium after him, and he was a vice president. Oh, Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey, that's right. Um, anyway, listen, we are uh, we're, we're the opening act for a lot of football action and NBA action today. Hawks are later on tonight. I'll get to that in a second. But the wild card action starts at 4 o'clock today. Pre-game 4, kick at 4.30. And after that, all on WAOK. All right, so you got to check the games out there. That's our cousin station. And then the Hawks play tonight versus Washington. Tip at uh, pre-game at 7.30, tip at 8. Somewhere in that area. So we have that for you. And then, of course, tomorrow, same thing. One after another. Boom, boom, boom. Wild card playoff action starts at 12.30. So we have got you cut. We're the opening act for a full day of football. That'll be tomorrow, that is. There you go. So okay. one one game today, the 4.30 game is on NBC. The 8 o'clock game is on Peacock. Yeah, you, you know, people got a problem with that. People got, people got a real problem with that, given the money that the NFL, we know how much the, well, we can speculate on how much the NFL makes, right? Yeah. And then they went and made us, the fans, have to find this game because they wanted to get another $105 million. Like, they got that on. Goodell's got that on. Them. It's just like the Christmas Day games. Oh, you mean, okay. Well, snatching it from the NBA, you mean? Yo, you know, yeah. I left out a game Monday night, too, wild card playoff game. So we have, we have Hawks and uh, Webb and Yama playing San Antonio. Uh, that's a, you know, obviously king game here. That's 3 o'clock pregame, tip at 3.30, and then we got wild card action that night. It's nice that the, we have the King Holiday game. We'll actually we'll have a game in Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. for a number of years, it, yeah, I remember that was a problem for you. A you big really... problem. We invented it. <laughs> We're the only ones. We only started that here in Atlanta. Exactly. Playing an NBA game on King Holiday Monday. And Why did they take it away? I, did you, was there ever an explanation? I, 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 it was I a know. network thing. I would imagine not a not a league I have the thing. Answer to that one, actually. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What you got? That's Noel. Hey. Hey, uh, <laughs> apparently they let AI do the scheduling that season because I remember there was one particular season where we did not get for some reason an MLK game, and that was because they let they let ro- robots to make the schedule, and so robots did Are you not. Confer- can you confirm that? Now, you see, I know you know you can't just come on here and throw stuff out. Oh yeah, no, I can. I, I mean, I'll look it up that? and definitely get. But I but I remember that. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and see if I can find it. But I definitely remember so they let a computer that being the thing. Yes, that was the one year they let the, the computer map out the schedule, and the computer did not account for uh, Martin Luther King. Hmm. Wow. Okay. 
you know. We're gonna have to give, uh, you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna have to give us a follow up on that since you yeah. put that out there like I that. Got you. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be special Monday, of course, with Atlanta's own Killer Mike gonna uh, perform at halftime. Uh, special um, King Holiday performance he's gonna have. So yeah, it's gonna be special. It's gonna be special. But we got to get a win tonight first. Yeah, let's do and get a win tonight. Another high school event. Uh, early we had Charmin White on, and we appreciate Coach getting up with us. Uh, to talk about the event having the Pace Academy. There's an event over at Athens today uh, as well. They start in a little over 10 minutes here. Joe Hillsman, thanks for sending this to me. It's the uh, third annual Georgia Interstate Hoops Classic. Uh, it's taking place over at Cedar Shoals High School. A number of teams are going to be playing over there. You got Padilla's team over there. You got uh, Central Gwinnett. You got Cedar Grove. Um, let me see. You got Green Forest is playing over there. You got Baldwin Cedar Shoals is hosting Union Grove. That's the late game. They got games starting at 10, noon, 145, 335, 15, 7 o'clock, and 845 tonight. Uh, lots of high school basketball uh, is coming up over at Cedar Shoals High School in Athens. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got to give a shout out to Chief Brandon Newsom up there in Pollen County. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy James, uh, my. Um, Tuning our uh, heat and air guy. These are the people who helped me ma- navigate this past week ah. with the floodwaters coming in and and the mold stuff and everything that I've been going through and continue to go through. I blew them up their phones. I just was driving <laughs> crazy, right? Because I'm a pretty resourceful person. I can, yeah. I, like I said, I used to be a roadie, so I can. But do... it's also resourceful if you if, if within your network you got folks that got can friends. get you what you need. Yeah, Tell you about yeah. that. You got to have five or six different friends. Yeah, if you, you got these friends, then you should be okay. Doctor, lawyer, IT guy, mm-hmm. uh, mechanic. Um, let's see. That's four. Uh, doctor, lawyer. There's, there's a couple others that you need. But if you got friends that cover most of this, that'll that'll. You know, accountant. Yeah. Um, so there's a few more in there, but yeah, uh, they, I was driving them crazy this past week. So I told them I'd give them a quick shout out there. Something that we had mentioned earlier, and I didn't get an answer from you when we were talking about, and by the way, Karen Pastena from Tennis Panorama is going to be joining us tomorrow. The first of the um, majors in tennis mm-hmm. calendar year starts this upcoming week, well, starts tomorrow starts night. Starts tonight. Oh, tonight, that's right, which we is really tomorrow. Now, which is really tomorrow over there. I mean, yeah. So we're going to be talking to Karen, um, as we do for all four of the uh, majors, tomorrow. She'll join us at 7.20. But as we talked about this event happening starting tonight and just the nature of the women's game right now, we got to speculating about Naomi Osaka and what she may look like and Coco going there on the heels of winning the U.S. Open. And then we started doing the barbershop thing, which is in their prime, who would you like to see go at each other? And then, of course, we both picked Serena. I don't know if we have the opponent is the same. So in her prime, who would you like to see Serena play? You got Thinking see, it's going to be an even well, match. Well, well, you got to see Serena against uh, Naomi Osaka. We did see that. We never got to see her play Coco Golf. Right. At, the, at their peak. They never played. Right. right. Okay. True. Coco played Venus. She beat, she, she beat Venus yeah. in Wimbledon. That was like her coming out. Everybody said, whoa, here's what's next. Well, you know we thought, I mean? First of all, we thought Sloane Stevens. Right. Wasn't that going to be next? Right? Yeah. And what about, what was the other one? Michelle, um, oh, Madison Keys? Madison Keys. Yeah. They've both been, you know, established. <laughs> right, right, well, I mean, they're both. But they're right. no threat to number one. Well, they're not to be number one. They're a threat to do well in the tournament. Right. And Madison or Sloane can either get on a roll and do well in this tournament. Um, I don't. I can't get inside their head and say they don't care about being number one, but I mean, and their bank accounts are, 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 are stacked, stacked pretty pretty nicely, right? 
Um, so Ash Barty, it, it, just I can't believe she just quit. There's, there's, there's talk she may come back. Really? Maybe she just needed a yeah, break. Yeah, need a break. Okay. You know what I mean? Spend some of that which, money. Which, which is hard. Which is hard to do when you you out there because you out there you're going to grind. You you um you don't know how long it's going to last, especially if you're up at the top. And you, you know? get used to that private jet world, but then when you walk away, the the money ain't always there to continue in the private jet world. No. So maybe that's one of the reasons why. But again, as you said, the want to has to be there for them to go through whatever it is they do with the preparation. If, the, the longer we're going to get uh, removed from Venus and Serena Williams, the more we're going to, re- re- you know, appreciate appreciate yeah. what they did and were able to do and keep that hunger and that drive. You got more money than you're ever, under, uh, ever going to spend, but you go out there and play like you got 50 cents in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's sometimes that's, that's hard to do once you realize the, the money's, Especially you know, with the people you got behind you yeah. in your inner circle talking to you and, 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 and keep and pushing you, continuing to push you. Yeah. So that's got a lot to do with it, too. But, again, the question before the court, Mr. Crenshaw, is yeah. who would you like to see at their peak, peak to peak, play Serena? That match we never got, that, 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 you know, that Jordan-LeBron matchup we never got to well, see. Well, we always we, – the, the, the match we never got to see, well, they played once. Was was she and Steffi Graf? That was the one I was going to say. Yeah, and I think that's the match that we were kind of cheated. We we didn't get to see that. You know, it's kind of it's, it's like Sampras played Federer like once, I think. And Wimbledon. Graff never really had anybody. I mean, you can talk about Monica Seles for a minute. You can talk about Gabriella Sabatini for nah, a minute, yeah. which I would talk about forever. Yeah. But you know, she got she got Chrissy and and Martina at, at the, the end. end, and she just steamrolled yeah, people. She, she, was, she a, was she was she, she was, was a machi- she was double she, parked. She was known for playing you know Wimbledon final. Like, here, hit the keys. Yeah. I'll be I'll be right yeah, back. Just leave the engine running. <laughs> and she in a half hour, man, she'd be done. You know, that's why you want to see that. Yeah, you you really wanted to see that, and we did that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com. Now, let me, uh, Noel, I need you to come back on here so I let the audience know properly. Yes. Because this is going to be an interesting day around here. We are going to leave and turn things over to every to a, to a group of people who are going to let you know everything you need to know about today's matchups. Correct? We're going to go national. And then we're going to bring it back local with John Fricky. Is that correct? That is correct. So everything you need to know about today's matchups and tomorrow's we have coming up for you for the next couple hours. Is that about the best way to put it? Indeed you do. Okay. 10 right. to 12. I'm just I'm just making sure I get this right. Co- college basketball is happening too over in Athens by the way. Georgia has won 10 straight. They host Tennessee today at noon. That's going to be a big test. Tennessee is ranked 5th in the country. They lost to Mississippi State this week. Uh, I don't know if the Cowbells got to them or whatever, but 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 Tennessee, <laughs> when they bring Cowbells to the basketball game, uh, they probably do. Mississippi State, they bring Cowbells to anything. Uh, but but Tennessee is there at noon today. I'm leaving here. I'm headed over to Georgia State. The women are playing Appalachian State at two o'clock. Men play Georgia Southern at five. That's always a big deal. It can be Georgia State against Georgia Southern in marble shooting. The people still shoot marble. Uh, that's that's that, that's. <laughs> It can, it, yeah, it they can, pitch it, pennies, too. They can pitch pennies at double dutch, whatever. <laughs> if it's Georgia State and Georgia Southern, folks don't show up. 5 o'clock today at the Convocation. If you haven't a chance to come and check out Georgia State's new digs, the new Convocation Center, then it's a chance to come and see that today. I know exactly where you were in 2001 on this date. 2001. 2001. On this you date. were here locally covering stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, right. I know where you were. You know where. Today is the day that Neek's number 21 was retired by the Hawks. Yep. You were covering it, weren't you? That. Absolutely. Uh-huh. See there? Yeah, 21. And he joined the other two. Let's ask this, this newly minted producer of ours who's all about Atlanta, 
Who are the other two only retired numbers for the Atlanta Hawks? Should be Pistol Pete. Nope. No. No. Okay. Um, good cho- Good guess. You have, um, and I can't think his name from the from the uh, from the STL Hawks. Oh, St. Louis. I can't. Yes, mm-hmm. I can't okay. think his name. Petty, Bob Petty. There you go. Bob Pettit. Okay. Bob yep. Pettit. Okay, but, okay, we got Bob Pettit. Then who? And who is and, the second number? If I was to put the word "sweet" in that, you might get it. There you go. That's a little hint there for you. Or think of somebody who's got some wings named after him at an establishment down the street. Got the same first name. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Hudson. Lou That's Hudson. what we're talking Lou about. Hudson, okay. Lou Hudson. Anyway. I'll be forgetting Lou, about Lou, Lou Hudson. I'm not going to lie to you. My Lou, bad. My Lou, bad, Lou Hudson. Lou Hudson's 23. I respect it, though. There you go. Uh, today was the day that the first Mickey Mouse comic strip landed in newspaper. Well, it landed someplace. But anyway, it happened on this day. I'm not a big Mickey Mouse fan. I'm all about Warner Brothers, man. I mean, you know, Disney and stuff, it's aight. Buck Weaver tried to get reinstated on this day unsuccessfully. This goes back. Do you know who Buck Weaver was? In the movie, he was John Cusack, Eight Men Out, if you've never seen that. He was part of the 1919 Chicago White Sox, the Black okay, Sox. Black Sox. He didn't take any money. He didn't do anything wrong, he says, and he should be reinstated. But, again, if you've not seen Eight Men Out, that's a great movie to check out. Uh, happy birthdays go out. <laughs> this one's for you. Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Rip Taylor's birthday today. Marco Mira. You're both of them guys. You think about the Hollywood Squares. Today is the birthday of the richest of the four Seinfeld stars. The rich, not even close. The richest of the four. Do you know who that is? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Really? Her family comes. Some she got like a billionaire on you know on the on her one of the sides, and he's like he was like a inventor of something. So, yeah, she's technically a billionaire. Wow. Trace Atkins, happy 62nd birthday to mm-hmm. old Trace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Dempsey, Chandra Rhymes. That's that's the resume I want. She yeah, is. Uh, she's 54 today. Uh, and the face of the NHL, Connor McDavid, 27 years old today. Would you like to relive 27? And, and, and just breaking records all over yeah. the place, man. Yeah. This dude is like just breaking He might have been behind. He might have done a Tanya Harding thing on on. on Connor Bedard to get him out of the league there for a little bit. A little I mean, bit we're looking into that. Little things off. That, that guy's like like a, a salt in the record book. Yeah, man. Anyway, Mr. Crenshaw, yeah. have yourself a wonderful day. You do as well. Noel, we're going to learn more about you tomorrow morning. For the rest of you. Starting thank- at 6. Yes, and we will be on from 6 until 10. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Saturday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.